Hello, and welcome to the Digital Mums podcast. Subscribe and tune in for topics important to us, to you and your career. We cover everything from the latest digital and social trends to the future of work, those important diversity and equality issues, and we also have a regular segment helping you with common challenges around working and raising a family. Hello and welcome to the Digital Mums podcast where we're picking up on the topic of personal branding. This is the second part in a two-part series so if you are listening to this and you haven't listened to part one go and check out our podcast and make sure you've listened to part one first. In part one we talked about what is personal branding, why it's important and we went through the important Digital Mums framework know, show, grow. And as promised, in this podcast episode, we're going to be sharing our top tips to create a strong personal brand, which you can then grow successfully to meet your career goals. So our top tips for know your brand are that you need to be very reflective and ask yourself the ultimate existential question, who are you? What do I mean when I say, who are you? Well, ultimately, it's about understanding who you are, your unique selling point in your career and job market, and how you stand out from your competitors. So whether you're a freelancer, whether you want to get promoted, whether you want to get back into work after a career break, it doesn't matter what your goal is, you need to understand what is your unique selling point in the job market that you're operating in. So how do you get a sense of what your USP is? This can be one of the most difficult things. I meet a lot of women really struggling to define their USP. And my top tips to help you to define your USP are just to sit down, have some quiet time where you will not be interrupted. You want a good 90 minutes. And you should just sit down, maybe with some post-its, and just brainstorm an entire list of all your skills and strengths. Do not overthink it, because this is the problem when people come to develop their USP or try to develop their USP. They end up overthinking everything. So do not overthink. Use the brainstorming rules where nothing that you write down is stupid. So just write as many things as you can think of down onto post-its or in a notebook. Then next up, Make a note of your professional passions. It might be unrelated to your skills and strengths. It might be something that you're really passionate about in the workplace, but you don't necessarily do it for a job. It's the kind of thing that you would really bore people about at work, the kind of thing that you just talk about all the time. So try and make a list of your professional passions. Next up, you want to brainstorm a list of your personal interests. This is basically things that you bore your mates with. When you're at a dinner party, why would people think, oh, gosh, she's talking about that again. That's something that she's been talking about constantly. And, you know, perhaps you're starting to bore people. For me, it's my dog. And I know I'm 100% self-aware that I'm very boring about my dog and stories about my dogs, uh, my dog and photos of my dog. And also for some of my friends, it's their kids. You know, they love their kids and they do the same thing that I do with my dog, but about their kids. For others, I know that people that are really into sport, fitness, 
running marathons, etc. That's the thing that they talk about a lot. So just think, what is it for you? And make a list of those things. It's also good just to brainstorm some lists that associate with your personality as well. Just, you know, if you're funny, perhaps you're a little bit bossy, you tell it like it is, you're a straight talker, whatever. Brainstorm a list of things that you think about when you think about your personality. And then finally, make a list of things that motivate you to do what you do in the workplace. What are your drivers? And if you really struggle with some of these, you can also ask other people. So it's really important to be reflective and to turn inwards, but you can also ask friends and family, colleagues, bosses, old bosses, clients, old clients, etc. Because sometimes they can tell you things that you didn't necessarily know about yourself. And it's from this list that you refine and develop your USP. Now, I can't tell you how to do this in a podcast, I'm afraid. In our courses, we use a pie chart, but you essentially need to just really think about the top skills and strengths, top professional passions, the top personal interests that you have, and what is your ultimate driver. I'm Catherine Tyler, co-founder of Digital Mums, and what are mine? So mine are very varied. My skills are varied. I have a marketing background, digital marketing, digital in general, and digital innovation innovation in general and then a host of things that sit under e-learning and learning and then within that a whole bunch of stuff around building a business. My professional passions are not quite as long as my list of skills and strengths. The top ones are digital. I'm so passionate about the power of digital and I'm super passionate about flexible working and businesses being more agile and more flexible. My personal interests, I've already mentioned my dog, but I'm also Welsh, talk about that a lot and how I grew up in a mining valley, that I'm all about East London where I've lived for almost 20 years, and that I wear a lot of hats, often people associate that. And your personal interests and personality sometimes can be what you wear, because that's sometimes what you're known for. Don't know if anyone knows about Camilla batman Gelage, but she's an amazing sort of Persian lady who used to wear brightly coloured turbans and outfits and she just massively stood out immediately and that's how she really helped to build a very strong brand in terms of being invited to speak a lot on the television and on the radio etc. And then what are my drivers? Well it's social mobility that's a huge one for me because I grew up in a house living on benefits and then also gender equality, which is another really big one for me, which partly just sits under the equality issue, where I become very angered by inequalities. But equally, I grow up in a very misogynistic and chauvinistic area of the world, where women weren't allowed to go into the bar, it was men only, etc. So those are my drivers. Now, you won't have a brand like mine. No one has a brand like mine. There is no one that meets all of those different criteria, which is why my USP is just that, it's unique. It's a bit like my fingerprint. So those are my top tips around getting a sense of developing your USP to know your brand. How do you then show your brand? I'll just give you a few top tips in this area. So what the most important things to consider are, I think, your imagery, which is something that people really ignore or forget. They may have a professional looking photo, however, is it communicating your brand? And it's about what you wear, where you're photographed, etc. So 
do think about your imagery and make sure that your brand comes across in your imagery. So I have lots of my imagery in and around East London, for example, and I'm usually in a space not in my office. It just really highlights that flexible working. If you were a food blogger, you should be in a food space. So ideally with food in the background, an open kitchen, or perhaps where you have cafes with those beautiful pastries all lined up. So have food in the background. If you're a landscape gardener, you should have a garden in the background. So try and bring your brand into your imagery. Then you really need to think about a consistent, strong elevator pitch slash biography slash headline for LinkedIn, which should all really be developed from the same basic copy so that it's really consistent. And in your headline, don't just say what you do. That's quite boring. You could talk about what you deliver to your potential clients or target audience or potential boss, etc. Or you can sometimes talk about what drives you and what motivates you. And then expand on that to have a longer bio, whether that's something that you would put on your website or perhaps on your LinkedIn summary, etc., where you just really want to showcase exactly what you do, what is your brand promise, what could people expect from working with you, what motivates you, what are your professional passions, etc. So those are my top tips on showing your brand. What about growing your brand strategically? Well, that's the most challenging thing of all, and there's so many different things that fit under this, so I'm not going to be able to give you loads of tips in the time that we have available. So I would just stick to my top tips. And the first one is that you should use your brand to learn. So once you have your USP, which ideally would look in the form of a pie chart, as I've said, you should use that to keep on top of your professional development and build it into your day. I spend 20 minutes every morning, for you, morning might not be best, but just think about how to potentially build in just 20 minutes where you have brilliant articles, topics perhaps shared by thought leaders in your industry, etc. And you're just keeping on top of trends and developments. And that will come in handy when you then want to share. So learn is the first one. And the next one is share. So you want to share that content and you want to add your own comment, your own thoughts, and also ask questions. So maybe disagree with something in the article and say, I'm not 100% sure about the fourth element of this top tip list. Um, I wouldn't have said that. I would disagree and I would say X. What do you think? So then you're starting to build a brand through having conversations around your expertise online. Next up, you need to start engaging. So you should be sharing content, but equally go and engage with other people that are sharing content, particularly if it's your target audience. So if there's companies that you want to work for, you should be following them on all your social networks just to get a sense of what they're talking about and then try and engage around their company updates, their content in order to get noticed. Equally, try and engage with people that are potential clients or potential bosses or colleagues, etc. as well. So yes, you want to share your own content, but ideally go out and proactively engage with people that are in your target audience or even just thought leaders that you just think are really amazing. And that just starts to build your brand and credibility around your industry expertise. 
So we've covered learn, share and engage. What's next? My top tips around connecting. So ideally you want to do some offline networking, particularly if you are a freelancer looking to get hired or perhaps if you're a career breaker that's looking to move into a new role. Never underestimate the importance of meeting face-to-face -face and connecting and growing your network through face-to-face -face connections. But also do connect with people online, follow people on Twitter, follow people on LinkedIn, and then over time connect with people strategically that you've built up a relationship with. And ideally make sure that you are growing that network strategically to contain your target audience members. And again, people that might help you meet your career goal, whether it's thought leaders in your space or generally people that you want to think that you are a thought leader and is going to really help you meet your career goals. So that's learn, share, engage and connect. And then my final top tips are for perhaps people that feel that they are doing quite well on this journey and that is to create. So yes, share other people's content and comment, but ideally the best way to build your personal brand is to create your own content. So make thought leadership content. The best tips I can give you on this are to be consistent. So it's best not to just get really overexcited after this podcast and go and write two blogs and do one video and then do nothing for the rest of the year. Even if you did something quarterly, that's better than doing three things in one month and then nothing for six months. But my ideal would be try to think about what you might be able to create, create once a month. And don't underestimate video here. Blogs and writing articles that are good quality is really time consuming. However, once you get used to editing apps and actually shooting and editing your videos, pushing out video can be really fast. Also think about whether or not you could do live video. Things to share when you're thinking about creating content, trends, your top tips around your industry, just anything that you think is really gonna add value to your network. So that's learn, share, engage, connect, and finally create. And those are my top tips around growing your personal brand strategically to meet your career goals. So this is the end of the two-part series. I hope you've learned lots about the importance of personal branding and also ideally have gained some thoughts, ideas and tips to take your personal brand forward. I've been Catherine Tyler. Do check me out on LinkedIn. Do check me out on Twitter. And do check out our Work That Works Academy for free courses, short courses and longer skills-based courses. And we'll be launching a course on personal branding soon. So do look out for that. And of course, subscribe to the podcast to get more stuff like this. And also, if you enjoyed what you heard, why not give us a review?